Okay, so let's so stop. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Parenting Unknown Podcast. My name is Matt. Thanks again for listening for another week. Hopefully, everything is going well. As of today, it is a couple days before Christmas. And actually, this year has been, well, let me reverse. This year's Christmas has been exciting, to say the least, only because, not because my own personal care of it, but because the kids this year are really, really, really excited about it. Yes, my boy is five and my girl is three. But for the past couple of years, really, my son really didn't care about it. But I guess now that he's older and he's learning more things and he's picking up around the, the way the world is around him, like, you know, when you get older, you start to appreciate things. So I think that's what's happening with him. He's starting to understand, get excited. So this year, naturally, he's, he's really hyped up, especially this whole concept of Santa. So he's excited. We have... A little statue of Santa and Mrs. Claus with a snowman here. Plus, we also have like a little uh, mailbox that we, you know, send letters to Santa that we're going to do later on today. But yes, I'm recording this the day of. I'm going to release it just because I've been real busy. Either I've been tired, actually got sick a couple times, but like food poisoning kind of been throwing me off. I'm going to release it in my edit today. I'm going to release it later on and we'll go on from there. But yeah, we're we're just really excited this year, just because the kids are are so hyped up. It's actually feels like the first Christmas with them. Yes, that's funny to say because we do have their you know their first Christmas. But like I said, first first couple of years, kids didn't really care. They could care less what was going on. They could care less that there was a tree, going to see lights, sitting on Santa Claus's lap. And I mean, we took Max to see Santa Claus once when he was small. Didn't really care. I'm not really too sure if we're going to go this year just because of everything that's going on. So, And if you're oblivious to everything, going into 2022, it just feels like we're, I don't know, exiting into 2021, if that makes any sense. Because, you know, last year in 2020, it feels like it was five years ago. Living in 2021, it kind of feels like it was going to be a breath of fresh air. In a sense, it was. But with more of the variants going around, more of the shit of student loan debt, a lot of people are still unemployed, don't want to go back to work. It just feels like 2021 was just another part of 2020. And is anything going to change next year? I don't know. There's more vaccines. There's more boosters. Whether you're going to take them or not, that's on you. I mean, I took mine. So, I mean, and we're all set up over here. So, I mean, that's not really a factor in that sense. But it just sucks to see everything that's going on. I mean, there's still people dying. There's going to be different variants coming. They're already talking about the new... I think right now there's, a Mar- let's say, a Marion. I think there's another one surfacing up in Africa, which is kind of weird that it, they're always surfing up in Africa. But there's another one coming up in Africa. So, you know, I'm pretty sure we're going to see it next year here in the state. But, you know, with all that going on, I don't know. 2021 just feels like it was another part of 2020. Like, we're stuck in this Groundhog Day kind of loop. But I digress. This is about Christmas and our excitement for it. And we've been hyping up the kids a lot, telling them about Santa coming, asking them about their presents, and we're just, we just can't wait. So I've been trying to thinking of my best moments of Christmas. And I know talking about what I usually talk about kind of sounds depressing and like, 
kind of scratching hair right now. Like, you had a happy Christmas. I did have a couple happy Christmases. It wasn't so much about the family that I was with because every year, you know, when my grandma was around, every year it was basically the same. We opened up our presents and we would either go to our aunt's house or somebody's houses. And it was one of my aunts. They live close. So we always go over to their house, you know, do the whole thing, Christmas, dinner, exchange more gifts, you know, and that was it. Come home early. My grandma was sick. She was in her chair. So we you know, kind of had to be home. So it was kind of the same thing. But the only thing that kind of made a specific Christmas stand out was probably around 2000, 2002, between those couple of years. <laughs> the reason why it stood out, I'm laughing because, I mean, I was a kid. I was probably around 12, 13, maybe. And for that year, very big special Christmas was I wanted Scarface. You're probably thinking, like, how the you wanted Scarface? Yes. The Scarface with Al Pacino about the cocaine drug lord. It was basically comes over, starts the American dream, lives his life, and ends up dying in the heap of this epic battle that he has. Yes, I wanted that one. I still remember because it was so impactful for me. I, uh, <laughs> sorry, I just got a text from my friend saying no one's going to hold my baby. But it was so impactful for me because when they released it, and it was still on VHS, so, so they released it on VHS. And there was a bunch of commercials, you know, saying that this, this is the first time this movie is being released on VHS since like the 80s. It's been remastered. The sound's better. And they were just giving everything the best treatment you can for this movie. And it got me hyped up. I'm like, well, at that point, I seen, I seen a decent amount of like monster gangster films because, well, I mean, I watched a lot of them with my grandma. So seeing this new one that I've heard about but never really actually seen, I was excited to see it. There was one obstacle, my uncle. He was always a little pressed when it came to certain things, like I was too young that I shouldn't be watching it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? My grandma was a more, my grandma was a more hip one. She understood. She got it. She supported. So she knew. Ties into what I was saying that I would go with my aunt a few times because, you know, my dad would just drop me off. So I started going to my aunt. And this movie had already been released, but I wanted it for Christmas, right? And sure enough, has it. My aunt's husband, well, my own, he has it. And when I was with my aunt, I pretty much could do whatever I want. As long as they asked for it and it was, you know, within their bounds, I, I could do it. So when I seen it, my eyes lit up. And at the time, they had like this big screen TV. And back then, big screen TVs were like, they felt like they were eight feet wide and they weighed a ton. Because they were literally, they weren't something you just plaster on the wall like you can now. Sometimes they were just big as a couch. So I asked her, you know, can I watch it? She's like, yeah, we're going to go to the store now. If you want to watch it, go for it. Just don't leave. Yeah, obviously, yeah. So I put it on. I watched maybe the first half hour. It's the part where, if you haven't seen it, well, there's a part where comes to the States, gets offered a job. He has to meet some Colombians, do a drug deal, and it goes south. So I pretty much seen a little bit beyond this. I was blown away. I couldn't wait to finish it. And when my aunt came back, I probably seen like the first cassette, yes. Let me repeat that again. I seen the first cassette. This movie was so long back then. They split it up into two VHSs. So when you bought this movie, you bought this fat brick and it contained two VHS tapes. So I seen the first tape and this movie was long. It was about three hours, I felt. Double check, but top of my head feels like three, four hours. So, and that was it. I got, I had to have this movie. So, of course, when my grandma was asking me, you know, what do I want for Christmas? I told her Scarface. And my uncle looked at me like, what? You're not, you're not going to get that. 
started throwing up this fire on my grandma, basically shut him down. Raymond's tagline was, shut up, asshole, I'm talking to my grandson. She would always say that when, because she knew sometimes, she knew we butted heads. Always, we always butted heads. Even in her last, you know, goodbye letter to me, which I was the only one she left for, she told me, like, you know, I respect him and watch out for him and, and you know, all that. So at a certain point, I haven't told him off to where he has a heart attack because of my grandma's letter and it kind of holds me back. So obviously now I'm the position I am with him. So, so she shut him down and she gave me that wink. Once I knew she gave me that wink, I knew I was set up. So come to Christmas, open up all my packages and I get kind of bummed out because I don't see that fat brick present. So I say, you know, whatever, right? I got some good things. Why not? You got to be grateful for what I have, right? And my grandma said, oops, one more thing. And out of nowhere, my, grandpa, my uncle came out with this. You know, he had a sourpuss face because he didn't want to get it from me. But he came out holding his brick package. I got excited. I knew. Once I opened it, there it was. It wasn't white and black because it was like the special edition VHS. It was kind of like this dark gray silver. So silver and black cover and then big red letters. It says Scarface. I couldn't be more excited little balls 13 year old kid excited over this scarface movie uh it's pretty gnarly to think about you know that was like the most excited present that i could ever think for and that being my most the present that got me the most excited that i remember i do have one more gift from her that it was my favorite because it was the last one so like i said before my grandma she passed away two days after thanksgiving right so the last day that I had with there, my uncle went Black Friday shopping. So he was he was out all day. And as we as we played, as we talked, you know, I I, I remember that year I wanted the Seinfeld DVDs. So we went from VHS to having DVDs, and that was the first year that Seinfeld was being released on you know DVD as a, you know, the whole collection of seasons. And obviously, I couldn't have the whole series. Well, my grandma knew I wanted the Seinfeld. She passed. The next month comes, December. And I get my presents. It was just another Christmas. And my uncle says, do you have one more gift from your grandma? And I kind of stopped and looked at him. And just tears started coming down my face. You know, it was, it was fresh. Her passing, it was all fresh. And again, I get this brick-looking package, brick-looking present. And there was a paper on the top that said, you know, to Matt from, from Nana. And it had her writing. You couldn't, couldn't repeat her writing. Her writing style was that old school style. She wrote letters. She wrote her words a certain way. Very legible. And I knew, like, there was no monk duplicating it. it was, no, it was from my grandma. So she had already, she already written this out somewhere, somehow. And I opened it up and there it is. First couple seasons of Seinfeld. And I broke down crying as soon as I opened it. But yeah, of course, I was excited for the gift, but just how impact still for my grandma, just losing her, missing her, it was still, it was still fresh. So obviously, it, it hurt. It hurt a lot. It was a big mixture of being excited, being happy, but also missing, feeling empty. And, you know, if I could say... Looking back now, I mean, it wasn't like I wanted like a car or a Nintendo system or anything. You know, looking back now, it was a small, 
movie. There was two two movies, the movie and a TV show. So it wasn't really the biggest things. It was the fact that my grandma knew I had wanted something, and she went out of her way to get it for me. She knew it wasn't the biggest thing. She knew it wasn't the most elaborate thing. I was I was kind of a simple kid, and this was going to make the biggest impact, and it did. And now, when my now that my kids are in that position where they start wanting things, I mean, if you can give your kids what they want, why not, right? I mean, right now we're in this spot. We're fortunate that we can. I know there's tons of families out there that struggle during these times and they give what they can. And, you know, that's fine too. I'm not taking away anything from them, people who could give, overly give. I'm just saying, but if you're in the position where you give something, whether it's one or two things to the kid, I just see him smile. I think that's, I think that's the main thing for us now as adults for Christmas time. And me, I'm a horrible gift giver. I overthink things. I, and I do give gifts to people, but I don't like giving them because I put so much stress on myself to make sure that the other person who I'm giving it to, they actually like it. It takes a lot of way out. I just hate giving gifts in that sense, but you know, we, we, I try. I like the person who's opening them. I like to see their reaction or if they like it or not, but I just put too much pressure on myself. Try to say like, I hate, I hate giving gifts. <laughs> I try, I try to do my best and you know, whatever. But I think now as a parent, being able in that position to where the kids start ask for things and you can give, you can basically give them what they ask for. Because my kids are small now and all they're asking for is like frozen toys, Paw Patrol toys, you know, that sense. And it's very accessible for us. So, I mean, why not, right? I mean, we're still getting them stuff and it's two days before Christmas just because, I don't know, we just feel like they deserve so much. They've They've been so good. They've been so respectful. They're learning a lot. They're respecting their boundaries. They're they're just they're just great kids. So why not at the end of this year? I wouldn't say reward them because some of the stuff that we teach them it shouldn't be something that should be rewarded to. But you know what? There are kids, and if we want to give them the world, that's what we're gonna do. But just this year has just been real different for us in a good way. So I'm excited that. I'm just excited so they could see their gifts. They could open them up. And definitely we're going to be recording. So if you're listening to this and you're a follower, be on the lookout for some of those videos. And honestly, I hope anyone listening to this, they have a good Christmas. Whether you're at work, whether you're at home with your family, just just have a good Christmas. That's all I'm going to say. Try to at least. And also sometimes the holidays are not the greatest for us because let's face it. If it's anything that kind of triggers our emotions, triggers our depression, makes us cry, makes us feel like we don't matter, it's the holidays. And I get it. If you're like that, I get you because for so many years, I was like that. So I, I get it. But the only thing I can do is to say is just try. There's no harm in trying. There's no harm in if you're feeling down and you actually do want to go out, you do want to feel a different way. There's no harm in trying to and make that, that step into say, you know what? I've been sad X amount of years. I want to change. I want to do something. Go for it. There's no shame. There's no harm. Um, anybody want to reach out? Feel free. If you know me personally, text me. If not, hit up my DMs and we'll talk about things. But try to have a good holidays. And whether I'm going to release another episode next week, I haven't decided, but... Just in case I don't, 
Happy New Year. That even just sounds weird saying Happy New Year because I really don't say it to people. So I don't say Happy New Year. Just have a good January 2022. (laughs) But definitely uh, have a good time. And until next time.